listening at their leisure. Oh man, you know, I get it mixed up. I got so many different projects going on. I got the iHeartRadio, I got the podcast, I got the Patreon. You know, I just I just got all this going on on the side. I just forgot where we was at. Side. Yeah, you know, side hustles. Gotta gotta do what I gotta do, you know. Make ends meet, chase the bag. I'm, I'm right now. I'm in contention for the number one bag chaser award. That's my goal. I want to be the number one bag chaser, cause I, I see what Shaq doing. You see Shaq on every packaging. I'm trying to get where he at. That means you know? Shaq has an ad for everything. This it, man and, is in <laughs> Sam's Club. He has his own cooker. He getting staples. <laughs> he has his own luxury executive chair. I know it's Photoshop, but somebody put him on uh, the. The um pregnancy test. That guy, I know that's Photoshop, but he, they put him on a pregnancy test. Shaq would do that, though. He would. He would get that bag. If they were offering that good money, If Shaq they were offering that bag, you know dang well he'd be up in there on a pregnancy test. Somebody. Find out your results right today. <laughs> Make sure you miss, like, my free throws. Oh, my gosh. Somebody said Shaq do ads like he owed the IRS money. <laughs> they got him on contract. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, hey, you got to support the hustle. He out here chasing that bag almost every day. and every, I, I, Almost every every day. That man owns Wendy's franchises. He got Papa John's. He holding Papa John's together. And while Papa John is in rehab. <laughs> You know what I'm going through. Papa John's going through it in rehab, right? He can't get rid of the word. Nick, Nick, Nick. No, no, at no. 12-step program. He going to come out with an ad for, for his program. Papa's 12-step program on how not to say the N-word. Specifically for white people to have white people in the parentheses. <laughs> There's a different program for different ethnicities. You just gotta, you just gotta pick your poison. The second coming of Papa John. <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and jump into this podcast. Welcome back to the Cancel Us Podcast. I'm Chris Russell. I'm AJ Terry, and it's been a it's been a good minute. Yes, yes, it's been a hot minute. You know, we sit here for about three or four hours every time we try and record and just talk about random stuff. And then we don't even record it. That's the whole reason we started the podcast. But then we just get off track. So now we're back on track. Yep. We're going to get this started. Uh, we're going to start with the question of the day. Um, what was the top TV show to come out of the pandemic? Top TV show you had when you was stuck in the stuck in the box? Uh, so, you know, I mean, we technically still, I mean, kind of stuck in the, I mean, I'm vaccinated, so I'm not stuck in the box. Yeah, you know, we but, vaccinated Kobe free. You feel me? Moderna gang. <laughs> <laughs> Pfizer all the way. You feel me? Peas up. You yeah. see? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, um, all on your head. <laughs> Luigi brother now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but uh, the best the best thing I watched during the pandemic I watched a lot during the pandemic because um, I had COVID in, in January so I went through and I watched all of the Marvels I went yep. through watched Venom watched a couple other stuff caught up on Grownish um, a couple other shows but uh, the best thing that I watched during the pandemic had to be Couples Therapy on Showtime Couples Therapy on Showtime if you haven't seen it is absolute fire oh yeah oh yeah 
You don't know. You ain't watched it. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was about to say. <laughs> I like how you called me out on that. You know dang well I ain't watched Couples Therapy. I was like, man. <laughs> but no, Couples Therapy is dope, man. They Basically what they do is they, they film like actual people's couple therapy sessions, and then they bring the camera home and see how it affects, uh, you know, their lives. So, yeah, it's great. They just dropped season two, like, I think last, this month. So I, I went through and binged all of them. Mm-hmm. So that, um, I'd have to say a, a close second would be probably my number one. What, WandaVision? No, no, not WandaVision. Uh, Love is Blind. Love is Blind. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. I was that was, that was one of the ones I was surprised that I was going to like. Man, why, let me tell you, um, Love is Blind, when that dropped, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just check it out. Just see what's going on. Because I've seen the hype on Twitter. So I went on. I started watching those first two episodes. And I was hooked. Oh, yeah. We was binge watching them episodes. And that is one of my favorite shows to come out of the pandemic. Hands down. Easily. I mean, WandaVision came out, what, this year? Yeah. We, we still, technically still are te- in the pandemic. Exactly. So. We technically still in the pandemic. So I still We're talking about in the deep, deep. Like stuck in the house when they yeah. had us on lockdown. Love is Blind was a banger. And my favorite character in the show was the girl that dated uh, the Hispanic dude. The the crazy one. I forget her name. But um, she went in there and she was acting a fool. Let me tell you. If you haven't seen Love is Blind, go ahead and check it out. Um I highly recommend that show. They need to come out with season two already, man. It's been a year. Man, it's been way too long. Love is Blind needs a season two and three already being worked on. They but dropped that stupid Love Island or whatever, and that joint was trash. Trash. They tried to... Netflix, they tried, but they, they failed miserably. Because that, that whatever... What was it? Hot? Or... I forget the name of it. Oh, it wasn't Love Island? It was Love Island. You're right. Love Island Day. No, no, no. It was too hot to handle. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was something hot in it. It was absolute garbage. First I saw episode, the ad. I didn't even look at it. I saw that ad and I was like, yeah, yeah, this ain't for me. First episode. I checked out the first episode and they came in. They just had too much energy and they were just doing too much. Off the rip. I was like, no, this is not it. This is not for me. But Love is Blind. They had the little pause. They was in there asking questions. I was I was feeling that. I was like, all right, cool. We're going we gonna to pop off with this. It wasn't nothing, and it wasn't nothing crazy, too. It's not like uh, the Bravo TV shows, like, where it's a bunch of drama and cut I mean, they, no. well, hold on now. They, they had some drama, hold on it now. wasn't nothing crazy. crazy no, thing. no, you saw, uh, what, is, what was his name? Only black couple in there was acting a fool. <laughs> okay. All right. She left All right. the thing. Wait, wait, she left wait. the thing early because <laughs> he was acting a fool. I, he did, I, I will admit. He did do too much. Go. He did way too much going in there and calling her out on her weave. Now, that was disrespectful as I don't know what. Yeah. And it was. They it, were you, sitting there right. cussing each other out at the pool. I was like, you know what, bro? That's, and the thing please is, please go to the next couple, please. The first couple episodes when I seen when I first seen the black dude, I was like, all right, cool. A, a nicely dressed black dude. That's what we doing. We represent. He went out there and and disappointed everybody. I believe, and like, continued to disappoint. He was trying to do something with her after the show. I was like, exactly after. Leave the show. her alone, man. Please. <laughs> he did enough. Please. Just stop. You embarrassed her enough. 
it was dis- disrespectful. It was terrible. I just, I was so disappointed because I had so much faith for the one black dude that was in there. I was like, bro, you gonna go in here and you gonna represent? He went in there and it and dropped the ball. Yeah, it, it it's was, disappointing when you when you. That's how I feel about. Oh, I'm tripping. Invincible is up there. I watched so much stuff during the pandemic, but <laughs> Invincible was fire. But uh, yeah, uh, you as a minority, whenever you're watching. You know, some uh, whatever TV show you're watching, you're always watching a person that looks like you. Exactly. That's why representation yep. is so important. Yeah, you're watching a person looks like you, and every time I see when I see like a movie or a TV show with a mostly white cast, and I'm looking for that, you know, that one token black, character. black characters exactly. in there, I'm like, please don't be dumb, stupid, or silly. Please represent us nicely, please. They we did. Just... They did. They did. Uh, Amber dirty. I don't know who them writers did. They did the one black girl in the show in uh, Invincible Dirty, man. She was trifling. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still mad about that. But No, nah, you got a good point, actually. That's one of the first things I look for when I'm watching TV shows. Like, I look for that one token black character or somebody that looks like me that's going to represent. That's one of the reasons when Black Panther came out, I was so excited. I was like, bro, this is exactly the type of representation I was looking for. I'm looking for something cultural, something moving. He went in there and showed out. R.P. Chad with Bozeman. You know, that's the legend forever. The GOAT. Um, but we're going to get back on topic. Sorry, we don't got way off topic. Uh, Love is Blind was my top pick. And then WandaVision came right after because WandaVision was too fire. They, the writers for WandaVision, they need a, they need a Grammy. Um, they need something. I'm serious. I think Grammy's for music. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, Oscar. Oscar. Maybe I don't know. One of them. They need some type of film award. They probably will get. They they're nominated up there. I know they're nominated for something like an Emmy or something like that. Okay. So we'll I'll see. Ac- I'll accept it. But uh, yeah, let's get into the first topic. All right, bro. We're gonna start off with uh, Naomi Osaka. Os- Os- Osaka. Osaka. Oh, Lord. Lord. <laughs> I was. I said before this episode, I'm gonna pronounce her name right. I know I'm. I'm gonna pronounce her name and right. Then you Look. come in there and mess it up. <laughs> hey, this is Let's a cancer. not disrespect her, bro. <laughs> hey, look, this is a cancer culture podcast. If I get canceled, that's just part of what we was supposed to do. No, that, that's that's how we. That's how we'll ain't, no we. <laughs> ain't no we. You, I know how to say her name right. <laughs> say her name. Pronounce her name correctly. Naomi Osaka. Come on now. I'm gonna die laughing if you don't. If, that's not how her name is actually pronounced. Yeah, no, that is how her name. I Are looked it up. You looked yes. it up. You looked up the pronunciation yes. and everything. Yes. Okay. You got to. But anyway, uh, she's in the news right now because she withdrew from the French Open due to uh, her mental health concerns. And basically, she just went on Twitter and explained how she was having you know trouble going to the press conferences after the tennis matches, and they ended up finding her a bunch of times. They uh, said you have to go to the. They made it a requirement that you have to go to the media uh, press conferences after the game. And she just said she didn't want to cause too much controversy, so she just went ahead and withdrawed from the French Open. And now it's caused a bunch of sponsorships and a bunch of different companies and athletes to come together and realize that mental health is actually a serious problem for athletes, especially when it comes to uh, dress and press and stuff like that. Like that's a lot of. Uh, mental pressure you have to put on yourself especially in the public eye you have to constantly look good and talk the way they want you got to answer all the questions that they want you to answer and it just brought up a bunch of mental health concerns 
so uh, a couple things go back on you know my thoughts on this she said um i was reading a couple stories and they were talking about how uh she's always you know i think for the past couple of years she said she struggled with depression and you know whenever she has big tournaments she can't sleep like she says she couldn't sleep during a grand slam she gets really nervous when she has to talk to uh some of the press after the games and after her emotions you know are all over the place and she's running back and replaying some of the events or some of the mistakes that she made going through the uh the game so all of those things kind of culminate into uh you know the reasons why she was trying to skip some of those press conferences and and the thing is uh these things, this isn't stuff like this isn't new. We saw this with Kyrie. He took some time off for his mental health. Yep. And you know, the past year, the pandemic, you mix all that in with some of the you know people, things people face already. Uh, you're gonna, you know, people, you know, need to take a break. People need time. That's okay. But you know what? I hope that people realize is is when you take the time and you know look for yourself and look out for your mental health, even if that means you know, withdrawing or whatever, you know, these, these tournaments, these leagues, these people, everybody, everybody wins when they take the time to, um, <clears throat> when that athlete takes the time, you know, that they need to come back. The league wins because your best player now, you know, because she backed out, their best player is not there. Their best, the best tennis player in that tournament exactly. is not going to be there. Yep. So, and, then you lose ratings, you lose money, all of that stuff. So when she's there and when she's there, uh, you know, with, with you know, a, a good, solid mental state, you know, she's at she's competing at the highest level. The the sponsorships win because they can um, show. So start kinda, shooting advertisements. They can go ahead and, and start pushing. Show out. basically show empathy and show that they care more more than the athlete outside of what they can make. Um the fans win because they get to see a role model and somebody who, you know, took the time and took took the space. Because it's a lot of people, you know, I struggle with depression as well. And, you know, I see a therapist regularly. So, you know, her taking the time for herself was really, you know, big for me. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, whenever an athlete or whenever people take the time, everybody wins. Everybody around you wins. And that's even in your life. When you, you're better able to you know, do what you want to do and help other people when you, when you're good and you're okay. Yeah. So that's one of the first things they tell you coming out of school. Like, Hey, make sure you're put together and you got everything set in your life before you go and try and coach someone else on how to do that. And that's why mental health is really important considering like you want to be able to project the best version of you to everybody. And so you want to make sure that you take a step back just like she did and, evaluate what you need to get through the tough time that you're going through. That way you can go out and help somebody else that needs it. And one of the things that I found interesting about this whole thing was the way that uh, sponsorships was able to flip it right after, like, she came, like, when she first uh, decided to take a step back and withdraw from the French Open, it was like, oh, you know, why is she doing this? Or they were saying it was more or less a bad thing just because she wasn't going to the press conference, she wasn't doing all this. And then once we made it a mental health issue where she was like, hey, I'm actually having, you know, problems and I've already struggled with depression and it's just hard for me to go out and talk about it. They just went ahead and made the flip and was like, hey, you know, we support mental health. 
and we want the players to be at their best behavior and uh, we want them to be able to go out and perform the way that they want to and have a, a good mental state to stand on. And it just, it just, I just found it interesting how they was able to quickly make that flip. Like, okay, we, well, we, yeah, we support you. We want to make sure that you're good, yeah. but like beforehand. Oh, that's not, no, that's not surprising to me. It's a company. They, uh, she's just a dollar sign to them. That's exactly. it. So like, whatever you can do, whatever they're going to do, companies do it all the time. You know, the, the fake woke, fake all of that stuff. They post different stuff. It's all about whatever's going to make them money. So, you know, I'm not, that doesn't surprise me. But yeah, I'm glad she took the time for herself. And I've been seeing some of the other comments from other people and other athletes that have been, you know, other incentive. I think yep. Brett Farms. I was, I was talking about the ones that are insensitive. She did get a lot of support, which is awesome. Yeah. We yeah. saw, uh, like you said, Serena. We saw Venus. We yep. saw. Uh, Steph Curry said something about it on Twitter. Lewis Hamilton, John Morant, a couple oh, other people. Yeah, she got. Got yeah, she got support, support uh, across the board from from a lot of people, but there's also some naysayers in there. And I was looking at some of their stuff, and I think uh, Brett Favre, NFL player, said something and said it was like one of her obligations or something. And people quickly brought up how he skipped a couple of press conferences. Exactly. And then the French Open, uh, the the chairman for the French Open, the representative. He went out and he came out and said that they support her decision and all of that stuff. And then he declined to speak at the press conference after that. So <laughs> I know, just find wild. that funny. Like they sent out all these fines. They they made sure that they sent out emails and all that stuff, just saying, "Hey, you can't skip the press conference." And then as soon as she went ahead and withdraw because she couldn't skip the press conference, they went ahead and said, "Yeah, we so su- we support you. We want you to be great." So you go and do your own thing you just have to understand you know it's a money game and uh we want to make sure that fans know what you're doing or what you're thinking after the game when in reality fans don't really care about that as long as you playing good we could care less i i'm pretty sure 90 percent of actual fans could care less what their player was thinking when they did whatever they was doing in the game now no i disagree with that i'm i think that the post-game interviews and all that stuff are good and they and they can be helpful but you just got to i just think that we have to you know especially that it brought up an interesting conversation about the press and you know what's too invasive and and you know some of the time there absolutely should be a time and place where the athlete can talk and you know express you know yeah, what they were going through that match and yeah that it should be one it should be an option i believe but it also you know the the types of questions that they should be asked should be filtered um, the time after, you know, should be should be filtered, and and it, there should be should basically do a little more to cater to the athlete when it comes to, you know, post game interviews, post game questions, because you got a lot of people asking some stupid stuff, trying to be disrespectful. You got you've seen a lot of stuff, and then that's also a lot to process after you, you know, like she said, her emotions are all over the place, you yeah. know, and she's put her whole mind into it, and she can't sleep she has a lot of stuff so you know it's just they should i think they should come up with a better solution and this should be a wake-up call to people you know in the press to you know okay let me think about you know what These i'm about to ask them maybe make sure it's in, yeah bring it down a little bit and so uh i yeah. mean everything in today's society is more or less what the headline can get like 
now they, they come out with questions like, uh, what was you doing here? And what was you doing when you said this? Or what was you thinking when you threw this at a fan? Like, they more or less look for the head. Like, a great example is Shade Room or uh, TMZ. Mostly they're looking for a headline. They don't go in there to do actual good journalism. They just kind of go in there to get whatever story they can. So they're going to ask, like, the outlandish questions or the ones that are just going to be completely off the wall to throw somebody off their game. And that's where I think it I draw that's where I draw the line. It's like kinda like I don't wanna go out here and have to mentally prepare myself for the game and then after the game I'm trying to dial down. I'm not trying to mentally prepare myself for talking to a bunch of uh media people and try and make say something that's gonna sound legible or good. Like you're coming off of a game and you got a lot going on. It's just a lot of different emotions you're feeling. The first thing you're thinking about is like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take a shower and dial down. You're not thinking about a press conference or talking to people. It's not the first thing on your mind, at least from an introverted person's perspective. Like, I'm not thinking about how I'm going to talk to people. I'm just thinking about what I got to do, how I'm going to get it done, and then getting out of there. But just, just like a lot of football athletes. Football athletes are quick to just go ahead and be like, no comment. Regardless, you know, we support her and we glad she did that. And, uh, yeah, take yeah. the time for your mental health. You know, do what you got to do. Yeah, and we'll go ahead and link a, a a mental health website if we can find one at the end of the episode. Um, but we're going to move on to our next topic, which is the coronavirus vaccine conspiracy theories. Now, me personally, I done heard so many different conspiracy theories about the coronavirus vaccine. It shouldn't even be funny at this point. And, like, I don't heard it from people you would think be a credible source. I heard it from a nurse once. Um, I think I, I, well, mostly just a nurse. You can That's get it from thing. some of the stuff. It's, some of the stuff uh, uh, I've seen on Facebook is crazy. It's crazy. Facebook is bad with, <laughs> with conspiracy, with theory. conspiracy they, theories. Man. They really People believe so much stuff on Facebook, and Facebook has like little to no filter on like, like I'm talking about like harmful, harmful stuff that people are out here believing. So yeah. we found a list from Forbes of some of the five, you know, crazy COVID vaccine conspiracy theories that were, of course, you know, debunked. Of course, all of these have been debunked already. The first one that I've heard was the microchip, which is a wild conspiracy theory considering it's a wild conspiracy theory basically saying that there's microchips or there's like little nanobots in the vaccine and they're just going to use it to do whatever they want or track you or something like that this is of course false uh i've heard stories of where people said you can hold a magnet after you get the shot you can hold a magnet to your arm or wherever they put the shot at and it'll stay this is of course (laughs) false (laughs) this is of course false if you tried it how you feel Did you right try now? It? No, I ain't try it. What <laughs> I look like? I, for for all the people That's that something did I would it. just try to see, just to see it. I mean, I know you know. I'm of course debunked, and that's ridiculous. There's some, but even so, the thing that I found funny was uh, people was like they tracking you with these microchips. Don't you got a phone? Exactly. Anybody that got a phone, a laptop, or something electric, if you charge something, nine times out of ten, they tracking it. So what's the point? What? Why they need and to you know? And you agree to that? You know where? You <laughs> exactly. know they're tracking it. You, 
they they literally pop up on your phone. Hey, you allow us to track you? Like we gonna track you from this location? You good with that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Can we share your location? <laughs> exactly. Can we such? share your location with this app or this app? And even if you one of those people that's like, no, I don't, I don't allow them to track me. They still tracking you, regardless. I'm I'm be real with you. Google's tracking you. Uh, Facebook, whenever you post on Facebook, they they're selling tracking. your information. Exactly. So, so end of the day, the microchip ain't gonna really hurt. If anything, it'll get you some exclu- It'll get you exclusive access into the Federal Reserve or something. Maybe that's a conspiracy theory. I just made a conspiracy theory. Maybe it'll get you some access into somewhere you shouldn't be. There's that's no what the microchip. microchip <laughs> they wouldn't give that out. <laughs> they brought. No, I like how Americans are the test subject for the vaccine. We're just. We're. I. I heard on a podcast earlier today. Um, Americans. Are where the I think we're the only ones that's getting like the vaccine freely. I think other company, uh, other countries, they're still on the fence because they want to go through the actual regulations before they actually do anything. You can fact check me on it. Yeah, but the that second doesn't sound right. That no, I heard it on the podcast. It's got to be true. Oh, <laughs> See right. that right there is how conspiracies thread my spread, my friend. Okay, we'll move on. While you fact-checking that, we'll move on to the next one, which is the vaccine alters your DNA. This is, of course, false. And even so, what is it going to alter your DNA for? What did it, Ain't nobody that serious. Like, it says, uh, the claim that it circulated on social media last year based on multiple, multiple uh, posts and statements falsely attributed to Moderna's chef, chief medical officer that expect experts have debunked as a fundamental understanding of mrna vaccines which do not change a person's dna so that's completely false you can go ahead and just saw rna and just said yeah dna (laughs) dna is alternate uh next one the vaccine can be shed from one person to another uh this has been debunked as well by the disease uh the cdc it's just a live virus. It doesn't actually, you know, do anything to you. Uh, the lat, we got two more. The last one, uh, the vaccine is causing COVID-19 variants, also false. And the vaccine has already led to a large number of deaths, also false. This one was promoted by uh, Tucker Carson, which is... Yeah, and every a bunch of uh, places I've seen it. Every time somebody dies of something, oh, did he have the vaccine? Did he have the vaccine? So, yeah, it's just a lot of conspiracy theories out there. You got to gotta be careful, man. Just make sure, you know, of course, if you want to get the vaccine, do your research. Do your own research. Do your own due diligence. Exactly. Uh, make sure you know what you're putting in your body, of course. Um, but at the end of the day, don't believe a conspiracy theory if it, it's not backed by facts. Make sure you look up some of the facts uh did you fact check me what we got i could not find it i'm trying to see okay well we're gonna jump on to the next topic uh this one is actually the one i've been waiting to talk about i'm excited about this one so the avengers have uh uh, (laughs) the avengers disney has came out with the avengers campus and i am actually in love with the whole campus i'm i want to go I haven't been to Disneyland yet, unfortunately, but they came out with an entire Avengers campus, which includes uh, Doctor Strange. There's an area for Doctor Strange. 
there's the Pim Kitchen. Uh, there's one more that I'm missing. What was it? The um, oh, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy. They got the little sanctuary, and I seen the video for. It. If you haven't, you can check out the video. They have the video posted on Disney's website. But uh, I seen the video for it. The one thing I would say is the food that they got for uh, Pim Particles. Basically, the idea they they were going for the idea of enlarging food and like you know making it bigger than what it is. My question is, why in the world did they choose pretzels to enlarge out of all the foods that you could have chose? Those pretzels look dry. dry. Every every pretzel they showed in the example looks completely dry. They also have this like they have a burger with a tiny. It T-bun. looked like a Krabby Patty top with the, and then the a giant piece of beef steak in the middle, and then a Krabby Patty bottom, with a tiny hamburger bun. They about to charge you thirty seven ninety nine yeah. for that little chicken sandwich, yeah. and then the the pretzel is about to be twenty five dollars. But other than that, some of the attractions, you know, look really good. I, I have, and it's crazy because I I've never been to Disney World or Disneyland, and I, you know, we talked about it, and I kind of wanted to go when I was younger, and then I was like, you know what, you know, I'm older now, I'm, it's okay, I'm I'm good. I'll just go somewhere else or I'll do something. But this kind of Got me excited. I watched the little was it hour long clip yep. of them introducing it and and having all some of the Avengers there, and it looks dope. They got Spider Man swinging from wall to wall. They got paid actors all over fighting. Oh, that's the one place I forgot. The Spider Place. They got a little spider uh, a spider exploration place where you get to see all the stuff that uh, Spider Man created and all that stuff. But like you were saying, yeah, the characters walk around. It looks so dope. They got some warriors from Wakanda walking around. Yep, yep. And the one thing I wanted to have, I want, I know it's not gonna happen. I want to see if they can get all the Avengers in one area. I like, I want to see if they can get a show where they just have at least half the Avengers cast pull up, like uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. Like, they, if, aren't they contracts over? They're done. Uh, they're pretty much done. But if they could just pull them in, just be like, "Hey, Couple we just want you to, we just want you to come through, and you know, show your face and dress up real quick." That would be dope. That uh, kids would fall in love with that, and Disney would make millions. So they probably do that at like uh, the opening, grand opening. Yeah, I could see that happening because it would it would but be they amazing. Would, they they all of them are gonna be. They probably have a couple. They still filming stuff. Out of all the Avengers, which one do you think would show up? If they had to call whoever them? was able, whoever was available, what you talking about? No, nah, like out of all the Avengers, you know, celebrities are flaky sometimes. They just, they just if the check is there, they will be there, <laughs> and if the agent says they can go, they will go. Out of all of them, I feel like Paul Rudd has nothing to do. I feel like he he don't got too much going on. He'd pull up. Ant Man will pull up. Yeah, like, Paul Rudd be working kind of. He he ain't doing too much. Yeah, he works. He taking care of kids or sitting on the couch. He, I mean, he, don't get me wrong. I Come love on, Paul man. Rudd. He's a good Rudd actor. Works. I I love I, I loved Ant Man. I love like him as an actor. I'm just saying, out of all of them, he I feel like he's the least busiest right now. Like he ain't doing too much. You call Paul I Rudd mean, right Paul now. Paul Rudd has to have movies coming out. No, I get. I guarantee you, he don't got. I mean, he might have a couple TV shows. 
He has but, the new Ant Man. He working on exactly. He's still on contract, so he he'd be one of the ones to pull up easily. Hey, Paul Rudd, we need you to pull up at uh, Disneyland real quick. He, oh yeah, okay. When's the next plane? <laughs> like when I gotta go? And if the least likely to show up out of all the Avengers, I'd have to easily go. Um, I'd have to easily go. Uh, Tony Stark. He's in Ghost. We got Robert a Ghostbuster movie this year. Upcoming. He'd still pull up. Easily still pull up. He's he not got, doing too much. He's he just got, chilling. This man has one. Let's see. One. Hold on. <laughs> one. Two. No, that's next year. He, but he's yeah. filming that this year, though. Okay. Three. Oh, he's he got like five movies he's working on. That man is busy. No, he's not. Don't he'd disrespect pull up. Paul Rudd like that. He he'd pull up. He'd easily pull up. Any one of them would pull up if the schedule could and they get that money chip no, right. I'm telling you, bro. It, it's not like it's, it's a club or a party where it, this is a this is a financial obligation. You got to pull up. No, no. It's, it's more or less like. No, of this course, is in your contract. Of course they paid it. But no. on the same note, there's a human aspect where they're like, do I feel like going? Do yeah. I, can I, do no, I feel like no. this is, meeting and greeting a couple people? Like, no. There's Stuff a, like that is not negotiable. Yeah, it yeah. It is no, negotiable. It's not, you it, can pull up if you want to. No, like, your agent will your come contract. to you. This no, is, your agent comes to you. Hey, you feel like going to the press conference? No, they don't do that. Like, yeah. Absolutely not. No. Yes. It, if somebody doesn't want to, they don't have yes, to. Yes, you do. If, you got, if, if they say in your contract, if you're part of the Avengers, you got to go to all their events and you got to go to the meet and greet. So what if you just If you don't feel like it You shouldn't have signed up You better Go on over there You don't feel like it You don't get paid That's what it is So this goes back to the Naomi Osaka No this is different It's not the same This is involved in their contract It's included in their contract If they don't feel like Going out to be in the public eye like that Then they don't really necessarily have to You shouldn't have signed the contract That's, That's different That's absolutely different It's not like you going in there They come Naomi comes to play tennis She's there to play tennis. That's it. They are part. Once you sign they, on to the Marvel franchise, you 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 sign up for all of that. I mean, they're there to do some acting, but they no. they do all the the. Of course, the if you need a mental health, but you talk to them, and you work that out. But any other, all of that other stuff is including your con. They, I promise you, when they sit there with their lawyers, they go through all the dates. These are the dates you're gonna be filming. These are the dates we got meet and greets. These are the dates you gotta show up for. Disney stuff. These are the days you gotta do commercials, all of that. Yeah, but and I'm. They I guarantee off you, on that. they got the option. Written, no, they got the option to be like, hey, if you want to, you can pull up here and they'll pay you. Worst case scenario, you don't no, necessarily have to do it. Marvel, I'm sure. I highly doubt they. They just say, hey, just leave it to them. Like, they got to. No, There's they a guy got to you be gotta a have human ass. Three hours later. You're not going on a whim, Chris. You coming, bro? No. Nah, I'm not feeling it today. I think very much they have the, the option. Okay. <laughs> we just go, go with that conclusion. <laughs> I think, okay, well, no, dang. The biggest takeaway from that is uh, don't be an actor. It's, you know, every day is planned. Don't be an actor. And that's everything, though. That's anybody. I'm every Naomi Osaka's days are planned. By her schedule. By her athlete schedule. If she got... If she wants to do a magazine, like they give out the option, and then once you sign that contract, yeah, yeah, the magazine will approach her and say, "Yo, here's the offer. 
here are the days we're going to be shooting. Here's the such and such. They'll go with her lawyer. They'll talk to her scheduler. Yes, she's free this day. Cool. She's there. Okay. That's what that is. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, if that's she, what Marvel does too. If she doesn't feel like showing up to the shooting, you she already signed a contract. Then, then they go from and then they okay, just you let them in advance. You let them know in advance. I think the same thing for Marvel. If you uh, can't show up to the shoot or you can't show up to a promotion, you let them know in advance and they'll reschedule or they'll just you know make accommodations. It's not very much. We just gonna sue you like off the yeah, rip. If you just don't show, you they gotta have you gotta and you also gotta have a good reason not to come. You just can't be, bro. I'm not feeling like coming today. No. Show up. Yeah. Okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Three hours later, we back. All right. Um, we don't have a cancellation vindication for this episode, but we very much are still gonna have cancellation vindication for the next coming episodes. Uh, wanna end it here? I guess so. All right. It's been real. It's been exciting to get back. Um, we ready to get some guests on here. We ready to go ahead and start talking about some real topics and get into the nitty gritty of uh, everything that's going to come out of the pandemic. Uh, there's a lot of stories that we missed last year, too. Um, I really, we really missed out, but we back now. So we're going to go ahead and make sure we cover everything cancel culture. And we're going to educate y'all on how cancel culture is changing. Cause AJ got canceled last weekend. Actually, yeah, he got he got canceled. Oh no! He went in some uh, some not so hot group chats, talking about how mac and cheese shouldn't be included at the cookouts. I never said any. That's blasphemous. That's that's no. That's not. I did say that. uh, What is chicken broccoli Alfredo or whatever? What's the What's your favorite mac and your favorite Thanksgiving? We dish? not gonna do this today. Yeah, we, no, 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 no. What's your favorite thing? We know we're not, we not gonna do this today because broccoli casserole is not a staple in the in no what you Thanksgiving cancel. meal. You can't you cancel it. We actually we got a cancellation vindication today. It's it's AJ AJ Terry AJ Terry. It is not up on the statue cancel- of Mount Rushmore of, yeah, of Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. food with. Broccoli Greens, casserole is a mac staple. Mac and cheese, okay. Broccoli in casserole. No, no, no. In multiple households. No. Multiple cultural I'm sure households. Some, but broccoli not, casserole not broadly. is essential. It it's is not. essential to everything. We're not going to do this today. We're not going to do this. You you just cancel just for saying that blasphemy. We, we, next week, I'm going to be alone because AJ is canceled. We're done. But um, we're going to end this episode on a good note. Broccoli casserole should be included in your Thanksgiving dinners. And y'all have a good day. Y'all have a y'all have, have a good evening. Don't believe the blasphemy that is that's coming out of this man's mouth. Um and we're gonna see y'all next week. Peace. Deuces.